This is Back Talk by Successful Black Parenting Magazine, the most listened to podcast for parents by parents. Hey guys, thank you for listening to Back Talk by Successful Black Parenting Magazine. You can help us to level up by supporting this podcast. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm and search for Back Talk by Successful Black Parenting and then hit the button that actually says support this podcast. I want you to go there now. Go, 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 go. And thank you ahead of time. Hey there, everyone, and thank you for listening to Back Talk by Successful Black Parenting Magazine, the podcast talk show for parents. I'm Janice Robinson Celeste, your host and publisher of Successful Black Parenting Magazine. Now, I want you to tell all of your friends and followers about the show. So go to our Facebook page for Successful Black Parenting and share the link with your followers right now and let people know that you're joining us. Even better, you can click the options and start a watch prop, a watch party. In addition, you can comment on Facebook and I will post the best comments live on air and know that it can take a while for your questions to populate in the backstage area. So ask your questions early and don't wait. Our hashtag for the show is hashtag backtalk. Now, my special guest today is children's author, Christine Michelle Carter. Welcome, Christine. Thank you so much for having me, Janice. I'm so glad you're here. Now, October is also National Work and Family Month, and we're having um, kind of Moms Weekend. On our last podcast, we talked about moms and self-care, and today we are talking about millennial moms with Christine. So, Christine, tell our audience a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I am a writer and global marketing strategist. I write for different publications like Forbes, Time, Harper's Bazaar, Health, Women's Health. Um, and I also am the author of a children's book, Can Mommy Go to Work, which is about um, a mom who's trying to get ready for her big day and her children are doing everything they can to stop it. But the children are actually trying to contribute to the day because it's the mother's first day as a boss in the office. And then I have a second book that's coming out November 1st, and that's called My Mom is Mom AF is what it's actually called. Um, and that's just a novel. <laughs> and that's a, a novel. Both will be uh, available on Amazon and, and Mom AF will be available in stores as well. Um, and then the global marketing strategy that I do is advising brands on how to reach working moms, millennial moms, and Black consumers. And that involves uh, me speaking at events about that. It, it, it involves um, working with different advertising agencies and different brands as well. Uh, so I'm pretty busy. And then I have two children, an eight-year-old girl named Maya and a four-year-old boy named West. Hi, Shirley from wow. Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, hi, Shirley. <laughs> well, great. That's great. So you are a millennial mom, is that right? That's right. <laughs> okay, great. So we're going to be talking about that today. So okay, just so for our audience <laughs> to know, millennials are between 22 the 37 years old and marketers um, have been like just jumping over barrels trying to figure out how to market to them because they're not the same as the other generations. They don't, you know, they have different value sets 
um, which are great, actually. <laughs> and um, they think differently. Uh, they've been raised differently. You know, technology definitely infiltrated um, this whole generation. So there are approximately one in five moms that are millennial moms, which is about nine million people. So, you know, tell us a little bit. So I'm not millennial. I'm not even baby. I'm in between. I forgot what I'm generation X. Okay. That's when I, okay. so I try to forget what I am. I feel old, but <laughs> <laughs> I actually relate more with the millennials mindset because mm-hmm. I think it's very righteous, but how is being a millennial mom different from any other generation besides what I just talked about? What, what do you see is different? So it's funny because it seems like every other generation has ties to one another, except for us and baby boomers. We're more like the silent generation where we are coming out of a recession. We're coming out of troubling times for the economy. And yet at the same time, we're still optimists. We're still um, innovators. Um, we're living in an advanced age of um, uh, basically like industrial growth, but it's technological industrial growth um, for millennials. So we're a lot like our grandparents, our older, older grandparents, whereas your generation, Generation X is a lot like Generation Z, very practical and pragmatic and realistic. But the thing about millennial moms is we still want the best for our children. We still hope for a positive future for our children, um, despite of all of the social challenges or economic challenges that many of us experience from coming from a recession or um, a lot of the racial tension in the country, we still remain optimistic. We're raising our children to be the same way. So it's not a surprise that Generation Alpha and Millennials are very similar. Um, Yes, my children already have a generation born after 2010 is called Generation Alpha. So um, we believe that we can still personally change the world um, and our children feel the same way. Wow. Yeah. That, and you know what? Uh, it only takes like one person to make such a difference in the world. It really does. Yeah. I mean, you can look at people like even um, uh, the Apple founder, Steve Jobs, or Greta Thornburg, who's doing right. it now. All she did was basically skip school and sit in front of the United, I guess it was the United Nations building or the yeah. government building, whatever it was in her country. And it garnered people to ask questions and uh, now look at she's nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. So it, it does take just one person to make a difference in this world and to get people to listen. And it's right. hard. It's hard to get people to listen now. It's so much static, basically, in the world, like so much going yeah. on in the Internet. If you're doing something really good. It, it's hard to get people's attention. So I say kudos to those people that that do that. Um but I saw some statistics. I'm just going to read them out unless we could talk about any of these, um, especially if you relate to them, because as a okay. millennial mom. But, um, you know, you all hear all this talk about screen time with kids. Right. And you're not supposed to give them more than 30 minutes if they're under two years old, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Now, I kind of don't always agree with that. But and mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. But um, it says millennial moms aren't worried about it. They're really technically savvy They're um, They use tech to keep their family together. Um, and I'll tell you why I'm not worried about it either too much, because, you know, as long as you don't use it as a babysitter for long periods of time. And if you're involved with your kid with that tech, um, I don't have a problem with it um, because I think they're smarter. <laughs> they end up smarter than the average kid that doesn't have that tech. Um, That's right. It also says that. Right. We'll come back to that. But they prefer um, amenities that are associated with urban areas like big cities instead of suburbs where our older generations, they fled to the suburbs to get the nice big house and suburban spread and all that. 
Um, mm -hmm. So they prefer to be in the city, according to statistics, so they can have access to art areas and restaurants, et cetera. Um, not just working for the money. They tend to be happy in their job. That's more important than the money. I can relate to that. Um, more health obsessed, where Whole Foods is launching a whole separate line of stores just to appeal mm -hmm. to millennials. That's right. It's, it's amazing. Millennial women are also the slowest to have kids of any generation in U.S. history. Um, they have, they're more educated. They have college degrees, which probably means they have more debt too for student loans, unfortunately. That's right. That's right. Um, they also expect dad to help. Uh, which they should mm -hmm. anyway. Right. Hello, dads. We love you. Um, unique kid names are more accepted and yes. more imaginative, you know, so they want to be unique, you know. So that's great because, you know, Black people for many years have been naming their kids after the grandparents. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Back Talk by Successful Black Parenting Magazine. We'll see you soon. Uh -huh.